Welcome back to another episode of the Know Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Julia Renee. And Kendall Graboff. And today, guys, is the first episode of Gym Girl Basics. Dun, dun, dun. We need to add one of the little buttons. Hold on. Wait. Gym Girl Basics. Oh, no. Not a good sound. Is, is it going to go forever? I literally put crickets. They're also very, like, annoying sounding crickets. And that's sad because I just made it sound so lame. But what I meant to do Was is like gym girl basics. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, come on. How pretty. Super cute. So cute. <laughs> We're in this like new gym girl era where it's like everything's so extra. You know what I mean? And I'm a part of it. In what way? Just what I've been seeing on like TikTok lately, like everything is just... It's so extra. You know what I mean? Like the way that people are doing things is so extra. Like I see, and I'm super jealous of it, but like the girls that when they're, you know, the gym girl get ready with me is I do a couple of them too. And Mm -hmm. all of them are doing their hair like so cute for the gym. And I'm like, damn. All I ever do is the hairstyle I have right now, which is like the half up pigtails because I literally am incapable of doing anything Yeah, mine's like little little side pony or like giant messy bun on top. And then there's girls that like do their hair so like nice and slickety slick. No, couldn't be me. You literally can see yourself in their hair. (laughs) In their hair gel. But for me, I'm like, I'm trying to get my hair through an entire week without washing it. And if I put gel in it, yeah. Doesn't that defeat the purpose? I don't use products. I don't straighten it. I just let yeah. it kind of live its life. Yeah. I think those are the girls that wash their hair every day. That's a different yeah. kind of breed. Yeah. <laughs> Comment below, guys. Yeah. Let us know. Do you wash your hair every day? I, I will say it's I not don't. just the woman. Some of these like men fitness like TikToks mm-hmm. that come up for me, are they're doing the most. <laughs> like the most ever. She said they do it <laughs> the most. I saw a guy get ready with me to go to the gym uh-huh. on TikTok the other day and his skin routine was like <laughs> more extensive than more, mine <laughs> more extensive than mine i was like what you, what is that yeah. what's he doing what's that yeah it was crazy but he had his shirt off and he was doing all sensual he was well, like of mm, course of mm, course mm, 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 put my moisturizer on i was like this guy's doing the most he's doing the most he's doing the most anyways yeah that's just my my feelings on that i'm about We're it a part of the problem uh, i'm a part of the problem <laughs> i buy containers for my containers I'm working on that. Yeah. You'd be proud of my new place. I need to have you over. I know. I need to sh- Yeah. You are. Soon. I'm going to come and be like, okay, let's organize, bitch. No, yeah. You can fix everything I've done mm. wrong. Let's do it. Anyways, for the first episode of Gym Girl Basics, we are going back to the basics, where we realize that we're kind of further along in our fitness industry, but we really want to go back and get into like the mindset of what it was like when we first started, because there's so much information out there misinformation it's almost like information overload yeah so we want to start from the beginning and really just break down aspects that can help you in your journey so that you don't have to look in a bunch of places you don't have to get confused all the time and maybe your trial and error will be a little bit less than ours were because i tried a lot of things oh same failed a lot oh tried again (laughs) yeah it was mainly my because I would just get bored and be like, let's do it again. Like, yeah. try something yeah. different. Like, oh, maybe if I do this 
the same for the third time, I'll get a different result. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's I did not that how with it works. my workout programs. It was like, I did it for a week and my glutes didn't grow. And I was like, <laughs> let's change it. That's what everyone does. Yeah. Um, we're starting with this like first little tidbit on the gym girl basic with debunking some myths, because I feel like so much, like you said, like or information overload is thrown at you, especially in the beginning that you don't know what's true anymore. You don't know like what you see on like one girl's TikTok, you then start implementing and she could have had information completely wrong. Yeah. And it could just be something that works for her and yeah, only be exactly. something that she likes and enjoys because I'm, I'm like even down to like morning routines and things and like things that people do. You might see someone who has like a 10 million step morning routine, but that's because they're able to do that. They, yeah. they maybe don't have kids. They yeah. may be, um, they're single, they're living alone. They, they work from home. They have all the time in the world. Whereas you, you're like, okay, I only have time five minutes to meditate and that's like about it. And I need to grab my breakfast and go and drop my kids off. Like it's different for everybody. So you're right. <laughs> you're very. You're, that's my TikTok. You're done. Yeah, I love that one. You're done. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So we're just like debunking some fitness myths that either we've ever heard or are just like so commonly spread. Like some stuff I hear, I'm like, who, like from clients and and other people I work with on like the daily life who aren't super invested into fitness but just like know what they were taught when they were younger. I'm yeah. like, who told you that? And like. Yeah. You haven't been having salt your whole life because you think it makes you fat. Like just the littlest like little myths. The one thing that makes me realize that a lot of people do think the same thing is is when I talk to my mom. Because mm -hmm. there's there's literally a age demographic to where they were taught certain things. Like if you just look at like what magazine covers said when say your mom or your dad or anybody around you was growing up. So what the magazine cover said when my mom was my age, like completely different than what it says now. Yeah. Like now at least there's a little bit more focus on like muscle, but it's and health and health in general. It's not just let's be as thin as humanly and, possible and looking different. Yeah. So it's just crazy to see like how it's all changed. So we're going to debunk some of these things. So what's number one, Kendi? The first one is spot reduction. So many clients come to me. So many people in general just are like, I want to lose my belly fat. What do you mean? You can't just choose an area <laughs> and say, bye-bye, fat. Exactly. Fat like, be gone. <laughs> so, so I hear all the time of like, well, I want to gain muscle in my legs and lose fat in my stomach. And I'm like, well, girly, you can't do both. Not at the same time. What if there was an app where you literally just like pull up the app and you're like, okay, big butt. Yes. Check. Skinny waist. Check. And then, and then you then said submit and it happens. Yeah. That sounds painful if I'm being honest. That's what people want to happen. Yeah. So, so many people have this misconception that like you can just spot reduce or, oh, I, I have fat in my arms. I just want to lose it there, but I, I like the rest of my body. I want to keep that the same. It is not up to you. I am so sorry, but your genetics will play a huge role in where you hold fat. And typically, sadly, those areas where we hold more fat is the last to lose fat when you're losing weight. It's the first to gain and the last yeah, to lose. Exactly. <laughs> so you need to just lose body fat overall. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to get to a pretty lean point to maybe see results in that in your arms if that's your weak point or in your love handles if that's your weak point. It's not, you can't just like do side crunches and curls and like you're going to 
lose fat there. Exactly. And I think that the crunches thing is one of the biggest ones is that like, okay, I want to have abs and I want them to show. And if I just do like a bajillion crunches, they'll, <laughs> yeah. they'll come out. But I thought that for so many years. Me too. Me too. That's the era of the Pinterest crunch. Yes. Like little photo yeah, where yeah, it showed you exactly every little what thing. You're, talking about. And you're like, yes, this is the way. Yeah. This is the only way. But no, if you're not losing overall body fat on your whole body, you're never going to see those abs come through. Yeah. You can develop muscle in different areas. And I even wrote down on like a little, our little cheat sheet that like you can change your body composition through weight training, but that doesn't lose body fat. Like you still have to do the work to lose the weight. Exactly. Like, like for example, when we're in the off season, we're carrying a little bit more body fat. Working on those areas are still really important. And I don't want you to think like when you're hearing this, you're like, oh, well, if I'm not going to be able to see it immediately, then like, what's the point? But the purpose of like going into a more eating more calories, lifting heavier, having more energy in off-season phases so that you can build on those areas. And it's like you're storing them for winter. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you're storing them there. You can't really or, see or them so yet. so for summer. but yeah. yeah, for summer. Yeah. We're in the winter and we're storing we're the them. Winter. But they're going to come out in summer when we go on our shred. So same thing with like your glutes. You can train, keep training your glutes just as hard as you want to and that you possibly can so that when you go and shred, then you can see all the progress that is built. Yes. Same thing was with the abs. And I love what you said was you can train them all you want, but if your body fat's not low enough, you might not see them. Yeah. There is girls and guys where they're more genetically gifted in that area where exactly. they like literally always have abs, but they may hold just more fat in like their hamstring and glute. And maybe they're self-conscious of that. So don't compare yourself either to like, I want that girl's body type. It's like, exactly. we're always going to find something we don't love. Yeah. So. I am not the person that has abs year round. I am the person that gains fat in my stomach first and loses it last. It's literally the last thing for me to go. Yeah. The very last thing for me to go. And I literally can't see my abs until like show day. So <laughs> you know? recently, I think like with how my body's matured, I get abs pretty easily, mm -hmm. but I'm holding a lot more in my arms. So I've mm -hmm. been, I talked about it a little in the last or episode coming out Wednesday. We're not sure yet um, that I'm holding more body fat in my arms and it's making me a little self-conscious of how big my arms are now, but I'm not holding as much in, in my stomach. So it's kind of a, a give and take. You can't, you can't choose where now you, you just look like you an hourglass. Oh, oh I, wish. Me. I do not. I do not. I look like a twig with being. muscle on it. Kendall, it's just Shut so up. hard being this pretty. Shut up. Oh, I just wake up and exude. <laughs> My confidence. life is so hard. <laughs> My life is so hard. Do you want to go into the second yeah, myth? That's a good one. Myth number two: carbs will make you fat. Boo. I feel like this one's coming from our parents' generation, where they mm -hmm. were taught like, "Well, you can't eat anything because when you eat, that's going to immediately turn to fat." Too much calories what? make you fat. If, yeah. this, if this is the actual like truth, is too many calories for your body weight is what makes you fat. Yes. And the reason I think that people put carbs in that point is because carbs are like, they're one of the most addicting things for people to eat. So mm -hmm. they, people do eat carbs in excess more often than any other thing. Like when you're craving, what, like what are the things that you usually crave? It's like chips. I can't, yeah. Popcorn, oh, yeah. like snacks, like carbs, 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 even like ice cream. Yes, it has a lot high fat count, but a really high carb count. Yeah. You know, these things have such high carbs. So people think, okay, well then 
the solution is to just cut them all out. Yeah, which ends they're up, making me fat. Yes, that's no. what's making me fat. But the excess of that, yeah. ex- anything in excess is going to eventually be your downfall. But like you need carbs to have energy. You need carbs to get a pump in your workout. Like they're still super vital. And I think something to note is there are two different main overarching types of carbs. There's simple carbs and complex carbs. Simple being the cookies, the ice cream, the the chips and then complex being the sweet potato, the potato, the rice, like the carbs that are good for fueling you. Exactly. So just choose the right carbs. Yeah. Carbs as a whole does not make you fat, but if your only carb source is cookies. Cookies are simple carbs. Yeah. Yeah. And they're quick and they're fast and you get energy quick and fast, but it deflates yes. very easily. And it does not keep you full very long. So yes. that's when you notice, like if you have a lot of simple carbs in your diet, you're going to get, do I have them backwards? Simple is like the more processed, correct? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I, okay. <laughs> I'm like so doubting know. myself. Yeah. If I have them flipped, I am so sorry. You Maybe know. look it up, but... <laughs> You know what I'm saying is like the processed versus the non-processed carbs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a really just difference in nutrition that you get from each anyways. Like longevity-wise of how long you want the sustainable energy, things like sweet potatoes, white rice. I mean, even white rice is a little bit, some people say, controversial. Brown rice might be better because it has a lot of fiber in white rice. They strip more of the fiber out, but whatever. And, um, but yeah, it's true. This is why you notice where in your diet, if you're eating things that are higher fat, sugar and carbs that are really quick, like McDonald's and candies is that like you have that burst of energy, but then you crash and you feel so sluggish and gross. It's like a pendulum. Yeah. Once you go super high and you feel one way with the kind of food, the pendulum has to swing and you crash and you on the other end. get really fatigued and unmotivated. And exactly. so, yeah, definitely assess what type of carbs you're having, but carbs do not on their own no. make someone fat. I mean, even in bodybuilding, like people, not people, coaches, I'd say they use carbs the, the most to manipulate out yeah. of anything. Like that's why when you're stripping down for competition, they might, you might like start really dwindling down on the amount of calories that you have. But when you're trying to make your body look the absolute most baller physique ever, you start filling. Yeah, literally (laughs) filling up with carbohydrates so that your muscles absorb it and you look insane. That's why people look so huge, pump, jack, shredded on stage is because of carbohydrates. Like you're, you're I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm I'm, I'm like, I'm C-bum. Yeah. You're doing the C-bum pose. (laughs) Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Carbs will not make you fat. The next one is lifting weights will make you bulky. And this one is a pet peeve because if you talk to anyone with muscle mass, they have been training for years to get the muscle mass they have. I would say, bish, I wish. I, I like, we were just talking about our training splits. I have been training shoulders to try to get them capped for seven years now. If you think you're going to pick up a dumbbell one time and like develop capped shoulders, giant biceps. Tell me how. Not, yeah, like you clearly have cracked the Tell code. me how. Tell me the roadmap. <laughs> I, I, want, I want to look at my quads and I want them to get bigger. No, no actually, I want to look well, at my- Well, yours kind of do that. that. already happens. <laughs> I, I want to look at my glutes the wrong way and then just literally go- No, yeah. 
I want that to be the it case. It will not make you bulky. Obviously, if you're training with the intent to bulk and gain muscle, yes, you will get those results. Mm-hmm. But it is, first off, not immediate. Like you have to train for months consistently to even see results of muscle gain, um, unless you are a genetic freak, which then all the power to you. Maybe stay away from dumbbells. Yeah. But what I feel like what might there's two different things that happens. I think when people think about this myth, number one is just the stereotype of women and women who lift are going to look like men and women need to be feminine and skinny and this and that. That's like the number one thing that I think a certain generation is focused on with this myth. My mom thought this very much so. And it's definitely not the case. Like I was the one to explain to her like, no, no, no mom. Like being skinny is out lady. (laughs) Being strong is in woman. Yeah. And, um, second, second fold twofold is that is that how you say it? i don't know twofold is sure. um not the, the society telling us what to do twofold is the oh that people start lifting but they don't do anything with their diet their mm-hmm. diet stays the same so they equate is that the word i, think. I just don't know words today we're really so throwing they, it out there they equate <laughs> the build and the bulkiness to the muscle when what's happening is you are building muscle, but you also still have the same amount of body fat that you had before and your diet hasn't changed. So yes, you're going to get bigger or bulkier because you're not watching what you're eating Yeah. versus if you really clean up your diet and you're still eating a maintainable amount of calories where you have a lot of energy, you have a lot of strength in the gym and you just clean it up, you know, Eat, have a little bit less of the medanos, a little bit less of the gummy worms. I'm talking to myself. And you lift with intention. You aren't going to see the bulkiness. You're going to yeah. be like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm looking fine. Yeah, you'll like gain lean mass. But like, yeah, unless you're very forcefully bulking, you're not going to get bulky or like you said if you're like miss eating and like don't understand then yeah maybe you'll gain body fat and misinterpret that as like i'm getting huge exactly you might have some muscle under that body fat you know what i mean storing it for the winter or for the summer this next one's controversial and i know you do fasted cardio so i'm curious to hear your thoughts on it um the next one is that fasted cardio burns more fat than non-fasted or fed cardio. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, the studies show that like there's a potential for there to be like maybe a little bit more it's that such happens. such a small percentage it's, also. It's like, nah, I just do fasted cardio because of my schedule and yeah. that's literally it. And when I tell people, I'm like, I'm going to do my fasted cardio. I just, I don't even know why I say fasted anymore because it, it is fasted because I don't, when I wake up at like 6 a.m. or 5.30, I'm not hungry right away. So, of course, I'm going to go do it fasted because I'm not going to eat and then go and do cardio. I don't like having food in my stomach in the morning that early when I'm going to do fasted cardio. Like, I will throw up, especially when I get to a certain point in prep where I'm doing like hours or an hour or something. I will for sure throw up. Yeah, you're not doing it because you're like, I'm gaining or I'm losing like one more pound of fat by doing it this way. Same thing for me. And that's like what I had written down is, is it's usually just a preference. Some people like doing it at the end of the day. I personally like doing fasted just because I like getting it out of the way. I don't want to have to think about my cardio later because yes. then I'll dread it. Yeah. So, but there really isn't a benefit. I know I listen to a lot of Jeff Nippard and like, uh, I love him. 
Biolane, I forget his like full name, both really good in like the scientific field of fitness. And both of them have broken down that there really isn't a substantial enough difference yeah, between for you these. to like really make it a priority. Yeah. And if definitely if there's something that if, if that's something that you can't do and have time for, don't do it. I have time to be able to go to the gym two times a day. And that's the routine that I love is I love waking up. I love doing my journaling. I love going to do my fast cardio. I come home, I start work for the day. I go and train later to the gym. So I'm going to the gym twice a day. If that's something that you can't do, don't do it. Do not do it. I just can do it and I enjoy it. So that's why I'm going to do it. But do cardio when you have the most energy. I think that too, (laughs) like when I'm in prep and I have like two hours of cardio to do for the day. I like splitting it up because yeah. doing it all at once. I know you used to do that. Like I would cry my eyes out. Yeah, so I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not a bad idea. So I would prefer doing like an hour in the morning and then like an hour when I'm at the gym later after my workout. Yeah, exactly. It's just better for my mental health. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine doing that much later in the day, like after my training, just personally me, mm-hmm. I know that I don't have enough energy at like, 2 p.m. 2 p.m. is when I usually start my first crash of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I go train. So then I get a little bit of a high. But personally, I have the most energy when I wake up in the morning. It's from like when I wake up until 2 p.m. is my big first energy break. And then I have like a my pre-workout or whatever. So I use that to my advantage. So really just when you have the energy go and do your cardio. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't make a big difference. That's something I like fully when I started my fitness gym or fitness gym. When I started my fitness gym (laughs) called Kendi Squats. When I started like my (laughs) fitness journey, that's the right word. um, I fully thought like fasted cardio was like the answer. I do too. And what's crazy is like, there's kind of this like weird mental thing that happens where your stomach's empty and you're doing cardio and you're like, I'm a skinny legend. (laughs) Like you genuinely think that you're losing weight or something because your stomach is empty. And you're like, yeah, I like, (laughs) so like another controversial, and this isn't like on the myth side at all, just like a personal preference. I like working out fasted. If I can get to the gym at 10 a.m. and have nothing in my system, I know it is better and like more beneficial for muscle gain if I eat something before I go. But I just personally feel good when I'm fasted. Like I like getting my workout in. So that's just another preference. Like I know I could be gaining more if I ate before my workout, like my actual like weight training session, but I just like it. I like being fasted. And also like a little side tip tip to that is if you do (laughs) like training fasted, and you have trouble having food in the morning, you can just do like an intro workout. Like mm-hmm. first form has a intra formance, which is just carbs, literally liquid carbs that you can shake and you can that. have that so that you can have some form of carbs, but you don't have like the food sitting in your stomach. Got it. Side, side note of the side note. Nice. <laughs> Next myth is the, oh God, this is my favorite that you, you don't need rest days. Just, just keep grinding and just like go for it because if more is better, that's a really long myth, but it's not true. It's yeah. Just no. The hustle mentality works to a certain point and it does not work in fitness. You will get burnt out. You will get fatigued. You will get injured. Like there, I'd see zero benefit to not taking an off day. It's, it's really, it's really not. You don't recover. It's almost like you're going backwards. Like you're genuinely going backwards because you can't approach your next training day with a fresh body, with a refreshed body, with let, with no fatigue in your legs. Rest days are so important. If you want to level up 
your training and see more gains, even though it's going to be like pulling teeth for someone who loves to train, take two rest days a week only. We both take two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Literally. And we talk about it in our Wednesday episode, our actual training split. So please listen to that because get it through your little, (laughs) get it through your little thick head. You listen here, punk. You listen here, you little (laughs) word. You're not a P word. I love you. Um, what was I going to say? That ca- that goes into like culture right now is very much so like I want a big butt again. Like that's what a lot of girls are training for. And so I could see young girls going in and just training glutes like four or five times a week. And if you're not resting, if you're hitting it every day, you're not giving your body enough time to actually develop that muscle because you're only tearing it down and tearing it down and you're not giving it the rest to build it up. Exactly. So you're not going to see results. You're going to get discouraged. So yeah. give yourself a break. Train other muscle groups if you need to get to the gym six times a week for whatever reason for your mental sanity at least split up what you're training maybe go light on some of those days like not every day has to be like we're gonna max out on this day yeah yeah. but like also just like assess why do you need to go to the gym every day Uh, like what are you avoiding good point you know it's like people are like I have to go or like something like my mental health yes the gym can be used as a very great place to like let stuff out but don't let that be the only place that you do that because yeah. you're going to let it build. Trust me, I'm, the only reason I'm speaking about this is because I do it. And you're going to let it build up and eventually it's going to come out. So, yeah, take your freaking resters. Very important. The next one is the one I like mildly alluded to earlier is that salt yeah. is bad for you. And you're not losing weight because you have too much salt in your diet. I salt my salt. I love salt. But my mom is one of those people. My mom is too. Yeah, where she doesn't, she claims she doesn't like salt, but I know it becomes, it comes from that generation of learning that like sodium equals water retention, which is so false. Sodium, if you're consistent, your body will be consistent and you'll regulate. 100%. The only time sodium makes you hold water is if you're fluctuating like insane. Like if you're eating 10 pounds of like, you go to a Mexican restaurant, they have that like endless chip bag, right? Mm. And you're eating all these chips that have so much salt on them. And then the next day you have no salt in your diet because you're one of those people that are like, I stay away from sodium. And then the next day you have high salt contacts again. Maybe you have some like nuts or something. Your body isn't, like doesn't know what it's getting. So it starts to hold on to water. People would be surprised of how much salt I have. I literally put a fourth teaspoon of Himalayan salt in my, um, pre slash intro workout. Does it give you a pump? That too. Yeah. If you, if you're not getting a pump or like any sort of like vascular benefit during your workout, that's a sign that your sodium's too low. Mm -hmm. Like there, you can totally be too low. Yeah. Mine is like I love how you put that. If you're like consistent with where you are, cause I feel like mine's like consistently quote unquote, like higher, Same. but like if I went lower, I think I would start feeling very, very fatigued. And if I went like crazy higher then maybe I would start being swollen, but I'm just, my body is so used to being consistent. And also if my mom is listening, she didn't salt our food enough as a child. So, <laughs> so we, you're making up for so it. So I, we, we salt everything, even when my mom makes it before tasting it and she gets so mad. That's so funny. try not to do that, but I definitely do that. Cause my mom deprived me of salt. <laughs> <laughs> I would say my, my salt is probably like normal but again like it's pretty consistent like I use the same seasonings on my food and I eat the same snacks so like as long as you're not crazy or you have like a health 
condition to where yes. you have to monitor it, please for sure monitor it. Hashtag we are not doctors. Yes. We just do fitness yes. things. But yeah, unless you have a specific reason to where you really need to be watching it, as long as you're consistent with it. And I love the example that you used about it being high and being low. The best example that I like is that Zach and I, we keep a very consistent level of our salt intake. Mm -hmm. And then when Zach and I will have like a weekend where we go out, we have margaritas, we have fajitas, we have chips, we have queso. I love me a and Mexican restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our date. Our date is, I call it margaritas and fajitas. And all Cute. I do is, we, I can't do it now, but because I'm in prep, but I'll look at him and be like margaritas and fajitas and we'll get to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have ice cream after that. Zach is a kind of person who his face and body reacts to salt mm -hmm. like crazy. I call him the, the bulldog because when he wakes up in the morning, he already has chubby cheeks and it's after <laughs> a night of eating like that. Yeah. He wakes up and his skin is like sagging. It's so swollen. And I'm like, what up little bulldog? And you can't <laughs> see his eyes because there's so much chub around his face. And that's how I literally felt yesterday. Yeah. Cause I'm having some like hypertension, like blood pressure issues, um, just from like a medication I take. And I had a lot of salt yesterday. That's why I felt so swollen and like awful, which we talked about. Side note today, I bought one of those Amazon ice rollers. Oh, I was going to order one. One of those in the beginning when we talked about like men being extra too, it's cause I saw a guy he like ice rolling. That? Yes. And I was like, Oh, I actually might buy one of those. Mm -hmm. I bought it because of Zach waking up looking like a bulldog yeah. on, on Monday. And I was like, he needs this also. <laughs> I, I think I was just making an excuse. Deep I still feel to swollen today. Yeah. So hopefully you can't tell on camera. But a cheap version of doing that, if you don't want to buy it, literally get an ice cube. I I've do been that. doing this. Get yeah. an ice cube and literally upwards motions to your face. We should go over a whole like self-care. Oh, thing. I would actually. Let's yeah, do that. that's That'd like a topic I want to go into is like non like self-care outside of fitness also. I'm down. I'm down. I feel like All I can learn a lot from you. I know. I <laughs> but know, overall, I salt might make you hold water if you're inconsistent, but it's not the reason you're not losing weight. That is not a factor I would look at at all. Yeah, Unless, also, again, you do have like a medical, like high blood pressure and other things can lead to swelling. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Try adding a fourth teaspoon of salt into your, it doesn't have to be Himalayan salt. That's just only the only thing I have. <laughs> That's into all I your have too. Intra-workout. Ooh, the last one. Last but not least. If you're not sore the next day, your workout wasn't good enough. That is a fact and I know it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's, That's one that took me a long time to realize isn't true. I'm still, I'm still part of the problem. Yeah. I think because today I'm sore and I'm like, yeah, I did a good job. And really, soreness, it was okay. <laughs> soreness, if you look at it, is just like our body's chemical response to inflammation from like working out yeah. if you're recovering really well and like i know you drink a ton of water but if you're like hydrated and like have enough bcaa's whether you're intaking some or like mm -hmm. eating enough um your body should recover enough to not be super sore the next day like if exactly. anything it can be especially like doms which is like delayed onset muscle soreness can be assigned <laughs> have you never heard of that or no but that's just me <laughs> okay tomorrow is gonna be a, a hell of a day yeah, because like, i trained legs yesterday yeah so doms is like a telltale sign that like your recovery could be better no offense <laughs> well uh, th and you're right because this is my first week back of training which is a perfect example because i am gonna feel super sore every yeah. single day and i already know that and i'm expecting that because my body hasn't been training at this intensity for a couple of I weeks bet it feels now. good though yeah yeah i'm loving <laughs> I it love it's just i'm walking sore. around like ow ow yeah. ow ow but that's normal because think back to when you first started training and you were basically sore all the time 
And you start to think like, oh, since I'm sore, that means I'm working the muscles. It's because your body isn't used to having that feeling. Yeah. Your body and your muscles aren't used to that tearing that you're doing, that breaking down yeah. and putting it back together. It's kind of like if you're a seasoned lifter and you change your workout routine to something completely different, your body's also not used to that because yeah. you've been training a certain way for a certain amount of time and you add a different kind of workout in and then you're sore because that muscle is being worked in a way that it hasn't before. So yeah. it's like, yo, what's going on? That hurts. You haven't, you haven't targeted my side glute in a long time. Yeah. Versus so like if you squat every leg day, odds are squats are no longer going to make you sore. Yeah. You my just legs feel nothing. Yeah. yeah. My legs can take so much like pain, but, but not this week. Like this week, my quads are getting pumped and they're getting sore super fast because they're not used to it. But at a certain point, it's almost like your muscles turn into like leather and they can just like take more. I don't know. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Yeah. They're like more durable. Yeah. They're more durable. The more you get them used to, but like you, yeah, I, I love being sore personally and similar to you. I'm like, Oh, I had a really good leg day yesterday. Yeah. Like my legs are sore, but it really is not an indicating factor. Like, yes, that might feel good, but also the flip side, if you wake up and you're not sore, you could have the same exact level of benefits and just not feel it. Exactly. You're just, your body can just handle yeah. it a little bit more. And that's pretty cool to think of too. Yeah, if anything, it's a good thing. I love so. this last one was like, honestly, kind of something we struggle. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. other ones I'm like, yeah, no, those are myths. But this last one, I'm like, wait. I love like doing these because there's really so many and all of the ones that like I had picked and we could easily do a second episode to this if like you like it. But um, like all the ones I picked were like, I believe that at one point. I believe yeah. that at one point, like all ones that I resonate with. So I feels that, but they're all lies. (laughs) It's all a lie. Everything. We're here to tell you everything's a lie. Yeah. Just kidding. Some things are true. Some some things. And we'll tell you which ones they are. But that is the first episode of our Gym Girl Basics. Let us know in the comments or DM us, email us at knowyourpowerpodcast at gmail.com. Your stories, your comments, your concerns. Yes. Tell us about your mom, your we cat, your dog. We want to start including you guys more and making yes. it feel a little more like a community. So like For any sure. topic, like it could be the most unhinged, like non-fitness related, like still send it our way. And like For if, sure. if we can make an episode around it or address it, like it, Literally. it makes it fun. Yeah. If you're, I even met someone at the gym who was typing out a message to us and she oh, said no that, <laughs> that she deleted it and didn't want to send. I was like, Aww. no. And I get that. Like, it's kind of, you think like things might be too personal. Share no what, such what, thing. what you want. We talked about share. IUDs we last hear week, the cra- you guys. <laughs> yeah, we hear the craziest, the, like the most insane things, and we're willing to tell you guys like our personal journeys too, and we're in this together. So message us, DM us, whatever, contact <laughs> us in some sort of way. But as always, we love you all so much, and you're more powerful than you think. Bye. Bye.